Welcome to PCR Sports. Good evening, Peterborough. Welcome to PCR Sports. It's in the name. All right, gentlemen, I am your host this evening, Aldrin, and with me tonight in the studio we have Dipam. Hello, how are you? And the legendary Shane. How are you, dude? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking behind me. <laughs> Who's this legendary? Hey? Who's this legendary? Got Shane Warne coming in later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Warne. <laughs> good. How are you both, gentlemen? That's a good right? one, right off the bat, eh? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, bowled you out with that one, didn't I? How are we? Are you all right, Ed? Yeah, week? good. Very good. Thank you. No, very I'm good. Ill yeah. like me. That's why I'm over this. You don't have to be in quarantine for 14 days, do you? <laughs> the only reason I'm hosting the show tonight is because I'm on the opposite side of the table to these two, so they won't catch anything. Absolutely. In closed not. studio. We're, we're doomed. Yes. <laughs> I might go outside just phoning. <laughs> yeah. I might just go home. <laughs> Stop cheering, listeners. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, get well soon, Shane. I mean, hold her anyway. <laughs> oh, thanks. I didn't know I was ill. Oh, I better go see the doctor. Uh, getting it ready. So what are you doing this week? Anything exciting? Um, fo- Footballing-wise, um, it's been quiet because obviously this winter break thing. Yeah, you speak for yourself, those of you that support just Premier League side. <laughs> no, but no, I'm, I was just about to say... Um, it's getting good with Peter United because they're on a heck of a winning streak at the moment. That's two 4 nil wins in the trot. Absolutely. And uh, it's, what, six wins in a row for Peter United at the moment. Yeah. So away at Fleetwood Town and Joey Barton on uh, Saturday. Who's in trouble? He is, mm. for allegedly swearing at uh, an official. Joey Barton's never... That's right, he never gets in trouble, does <laughs> he? What do you mean, Joey Barton never? How about 99% of the population swear at referees? I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. But apparently he did it in the 94th minute when his team were winning. I'm like... Well, he wanted to carry on winning. <laughs> yeah, but... Surely the game's pretty much sewn up by then. Yeah, yeah, you'd have thought so. Yeah, it wouldn't have had much point in, uh, in, in doing anything stupid then. It's like players when their, their team 3-0 up and a guy breaks through on goal and they bring him down they get sent off why? what's the point? Yeah. start of a comeback you know right at the end possibly mm. <laughs> there has been hold on Barcelona <laughs> was it was it Barcelona PSG? a couple of years back three years back maybe what happened? there was about four goals in added on time oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so. yeah yes Everton yes. know quite a lot about that as well don't they? what? Letting goals <laughs> in <laughs> time, yeah. <laughs> two two goals in a minute. Yes, yeah. against Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. They were 2-0 up in the 94th minute. Drew to all. Yeah. When was this? So I guess Joe Barnes right, to be honest. Yeah, could anything could have happened. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? A couple of weeks ago, yeah. 2-0 yeah. up in the 94th minute. Newcastle okay. scored 95-96. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's just I'm remembering Everton being 2-0 down and winning 3-2. That was um, away at Watford, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, well remembered, yeah. Although they're, getting, they're not too bad under Ancelotti's doing a reasonable job there. Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's a bit tumbleweed there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously we're not convinced. <laughs> That's but, right. You know, just because they've kind of put in a win together since Ferguson took over. Yeah. Duncan, that is. And, yeah, um, Alex behind the scenes. No. So, um, and then Ancelotti just kind of carried that on. Yeah. But with the players that they had there, Again, if they can do this now, why weren't they doing it for oh, the previous I, I, I suppose, yeah. Is it bad management or bad players? Yeah. I, I suppose Attitudes. what I... I guess, so, yeah, although I've said they've improved, to be fair, they're probably playing to the level they should be playing mm. rather than improved, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they've all they've gone is levelled it out to where they should be, really. Well, basically, Duncan Ferguson's just said to him, 
pull your finger out or come and see me. Mm. So they pulled their finger out. Yeah. I would as well. So, yeah. anyway, enough of that. You yeah. got some local stuff to do? Well, I have. I actually got some local news, yes. Absolutely. Apart from Posh doing exceedingly well. Well, I say, just Again. to kind of reiterate, Peter United, two 4-0 wins on the trot. The, um, the good thing about this form that they're in at the moment is the fact that recently they were, even though they were doing okay, they could quite easily have finished in sixth place, yeah, sixth or seventh absolutely. place, because of all the teams below them yeah. having two or three games in hand. Yeah. But now that's fallen away, and... You know, there's a couple of teams still got a game or two in hand. Yes, but um, it looks like those teams are, you know, faltering. Yeah, no, exactly. And, so, uh, uh, and Posh are holding on to their place. Absolutely, yeah. and it's good to just have the points in the bag, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. rather yeah. than the games in hand. So, yeah, fair play, Posh. There's no so guarantee you win the games in hand. No, not at all. But yeah, so it's good. So, so two four, four nil wins on the trot. Um, Southend, um, the latest one on Tuesday night and, and then Posh like I say away to um, Fleetwood Town although they are without star striker Ivan Tony, who's suspended for two games because of reaching 10, 10 yellow cards okay. this season and also on loan attacker Sammy Smodic who picked up a dead leg could be doubtful but they're not sure um, Isa will come back in to replace Tony and um, Kent at the back is also um, out so either Nar Mason or Ryan, uh, Reece Bennett will come in to, to replace him so it'll be interesting how many so it's, it's a striker isn't it it's got the uh, two, two game ban Tony yeah yeah it'll be interesting how many of those yellow cards were taking your shirt off after scoring <laughs> <laughs> that's right nine of them yeah. <laughs> ruin it now I, I, th- I thought it was for the late tackles in the penalty area sort of thing getting back to help his team out I don't know I don't know yeah no not I doubt that. Yeah. No, exactly. And the obviously the other four 0 win was against Oxford, uh, which is good. Um, local team Yaxley FC, um, my village, um, have become outside playoff contenders, or have become playoff contenders, but outside for promotion in the Division One Central of the Southern League. Um, they've reeled off six straight wins before they drew one all uh, to bottom club, but they beat AFC Dunstable three 0 away. Uh, on Saturday to continue their or complete their winning run before they drew the game obviously oh, wow. and uh, next game is against uh, Kidlington at home on Saturday 3pm and uh, then they travel to Hells Owen uh, the weekend after uh, and if they beat Halifax they're in the quarterfinals uh, sorry they've beaten Halifax to reach the quarterfinals of the FA Trophy as well hmm. hey. I didn't know you owned the town of Yaxley the no, village of Yaxley my town as in my yeah, village yeah. So. it's just like my town in my, yeah, my, yeah, town. my village, my yeah. village. Yeah. it is yeah. um, my Yaxley yeah. and the other um, team in Peterborough that's doing rather well Peterborough Sports we talk about them quite often um, their game against Russian and Diamonds uh, which would have been a regional derby mm-hmm. we talked about Russian and Diamonds having derby games with Peter United they're actually now having derby games with Peterborough Sports um, but that was unfortunately <laughs> called off due to the waterlogged pitch on earlier in the week not for wind no, well, it might be a bit off. A bit off. It might um, depend on what the players were eating beforehand. <laughs> no, exactly. And um, but uh, Jimmy Dean, the manager of Peter Sports, has played down his chances of winning the Premier League Central title. But they are up there with a shout. Um, another city side on the crest of a wave at the moment. Peter Phantoms, the ice hockey team, um, have clinched their eighth consecutive success by beating. Bracknell 5-4 in a, with a last-minute goal. Um, and the 
um, they've only got one fixture this weekend. Actually, they host Raiders, but um, the, I believe their final. I don't have the details actually, but the the dates have been announced for the final they're in. Uh, yeah. Obviously, in the in the cup. Uh, we'll get those dates to you as soon as we can. Um, have I thought they, I had them, but I don't have them. <laughs> for have, some have they started winning since you started talking about them? They have, absolutely. So since I started talking to Tom, Tom <laughs> Lee, who's the um, press officer there. Okay. Um, so, you're, so you're getting free tickets? How, I'm not, no, nothing at all, nothing <laughs> at all. Tom, if you're listening, come on. <laughs> nah, it's not fair to, we can't <laughs> use that. You'll jinx it. We'd you'll like to go, it. though. We should go and watch them, actually. Like we said, we should go and watch some of our local sites. We should um, do. The up-and-coming ones, obviously. Yeah. Panthers aren't up-and-coming because they've um, always been there, but talk about the pizza for Swartz and Leisure and, uh, and Yaxley, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Go, so. go and have a look and see some of the local teams. Exactly. Interview some of the people over there, the fans and stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. I thought I had the dates for the final. They are there. have been announced. We'll see if I'm getting them later in the show. Let me have a look. It'll be soon. No, it is. It's March. I think they're in March. March and April. Okay. Um, right. Peterborough Rugby Club um, returned to winning ways. Uh, they won 17-8 at uh, Tautestrians. Tautestrians? Uh, Toaster. Toastrians? I don't know how to pronounce that, actually. They beat the opposition. The town is Toaster, isn't it? Yeah. But it's spelled Tauchester. Yeah. But it's... Don't so fall into the trap of Americans going exactly. Gloucester yeah, exactly. and what have you. Leicester. Um, so I'm going to call them Toastrians. I think that would probably be how you pronounced it, wouldn't you? The opposition. Yes. Yeah, the opposition. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good win uh, for the rugby side. Um, the head coach, uh, Phil Powell, said that uh, their physicality at the back uh, looked more dangerous. We had our physicality at the back and we looked more dangerous in attack. And uh, he goes, we dominated the game and deserved to win. Mm-hmm. Um, the other Peterborough rugby side, Lions, um, Showed plenty of spirit, but unfortunately went down 52-17 against the Paviors um, at home. So unfortunate there. The men's hockey game was called off for the weekend because of the storm, because of Storm Kiara mm-hmm. uh, or Kira. And uh, but the ladies' game did go ahead, and uh, the ladies um, won one nil thanks to a goal from Georgia Carr. Uh, Georgia Carr, sorry, set it up, and Augustine. Uh, Tierney Augustine was the uh, player who scored. Hey, nice. Ask me about Speedway like you do every week. <laughs> Are they signed any dro- ty- uh, cyclists yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> riders. Yeah. So they've uh, they've re-signed Australian ace Rowan Tungate. Uh, he's back for a second successive season. Uh, they now have five players, uh, five riders, should I say, not players. Uh, however. Um, the boss, Carl Johnson, is confident he'll have his seven. He's still got uh, people that he's talking to. And uh, he just needs time to obviously build the right team. But he said from day one he'll be building a team that's popular with the fans uh, and one that has clever riders for the team. So we've got to for this big year. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Year. So, so um, I trust you've got the hockey dates for me now? Yeah, yeah for the Peterborough Phantoms, the final. The uh, Peterborough will host the first leg on Friday, March the 6th yep. uh, with a 7.30 face-off. And the return leg will be at Telford on Wednesday, March the 11th, with a puck drop at 7.45. Wonderful. So keep an eye out on those two. Uh, see how it goes. Yes. So last last week, we uh, heard Real Madrid had lost 1-0 before the end of the show. Now 4-3. Yeah, 4-3, sorry, yeah. And then uh, Barcelona went and lost. They did. The they lost match, in the Copa. The yeah. semi-final. Mm-hmm. So I think it's they Barcelona won the Copa. For so many years, it's the first time in so many years they won't. They've gone out or something really. Yeah, won't be in the final. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A bit like Man City. Yeah. Keep, keep winning the league cup. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, so I've, I, I don't know who's left in in the copper, in the Spanish copper. But I, th- I think there's a couple of Spanish teams. In Maybe it. yeah, there might be some Spanish. Yeah, there. but we'll so. have, we can have a look. That's fine. Yeah, let's go. Copa so. del Rey. Yeah. You can have a look. Yeah, I'm doing it now. Copa del Rey. Yeah, but that's you know. Are we finished with the local news then? We have, yeah, that's the so, local news done. So. So. Did you see any of the cricket this week? I, I haven't, no. I saw, I saw the England, a typical England. I saw the uh, one-dayer. Yeah. And they needed to win the, the game to tie the series. It looked like a formality at one point because, you know, they're ha- hammering away all the... They restrict the South Africans. And then the top order, hammer away, hammer away. Yeah. And it's just a formality. Yeah. And then the lower order start losing wickets oh and you know they're trying to win it early keep going for fours and whatever you keep getting out and they they limp home basically but they they did win it did they, okay. um and and then they went and done the same thing in the t20 yeah they the bottom order boom out for nothing no, and lost yeah. Yeah. so right. it's just what what is it with these guys I you know, know? You don't have to be an all rounder, but you got to have some degree of yes profession. Stay in. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah exactly. All they had to do was stay in. Yes. <laughs> you know. Um, no. They couldn't even do that. No. So, oh, well. never mind. Copa del Rey's Real Sociedad and Mirandes. Who? Kickoff is in fifteen minutes. Oh, yes. right, I'll see you later. And Atletico Bilbao played Granada yesterday, and Atletico won one nil. Yeah. So, an unfancied side. Total well, yeah. If it's not the top two or, 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 or Madrid, yeah. uh, Atletico, then yeah. Hasn't Xavi Alonso gone back to Sociedad as a youth team coach or something? Has he? I think has he has. He yes, he has actually. He tried ages ago. Hmm. Well, you never should sure these days, are you? No, that's true. So yeah. the people keep coming back. Just they as do. You think they've gone. Yeah. In other, <laughs> in other news, <laughs> nobody's come back yet. No, <laughs> not on that one. So. Yeah. Balbo went yesterday. Be interesting though. Well, in other news, uh, Man United striker is finally going to get his clearance because he come back from China. Well, he has been allowed. So he's training, but he's in the squad for Monday, isn't he? He's, uh, he's been bizarre. he's been in quarantine for a couple of weeks, hasn't he? Because yeah. he come back from China. Yes. So and uh, so he'll be back. Whether it's like you know a great thing or not, will time will tell. Yes. But uh, it's bizarre, isn't it? The oh, fact it you is. got to, in this day and age, you got to, you know. It looks like United are trying to. Uh, Self-destruct. <laughs> Dude, there was a couple of seasons, a few seasons ago, uh, Liverpool just seemed to keep buying midfielders for some reason. When everyone knew it was a defence that needed sorting out, and Klopp came in and sorted out the defence. So I think there's a similar situation at Manchester United. They need, they need some firm organisation at the back, so they're going to buy uh, Madison and Grealish, <laughs> and hopefully Jordan Sancho up front. It's like they need, they need to sort out. Arsenal, have, Arsenal did that. For I was going to say, have they not looked at the Arsenal game plan? <laughs> you know, it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, uh, we've got seventy odd million to spend. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get a French winger who just does his own thing and doesn't. He's not part of the team. That's right. And uh, it doesn't <laughs> definitely doesn't help the defense out. Yeah. So, but he has prioritised a couple of defenders. So, yeah, we'll, time will tell. Yeah, yeah. The the worrying thing is, of course, I said to you about when you asked me. What did I want from an Arsenal manager? And I said somebody that I finally settled on somebody that won't pick Mustafi and Shaka. And at one point it looked like Shaka was going, but no, he wanted to keep him. And then it looked like Mustafi was going. And now he says I can turn him into a good defender. 
<sighs> shoot me now. <laughs> That's right. So put me out my misery. <laughs> so having said that, Mustafi's actually been fairly decent in his last two games. So, but that's only because he's not made a mistake yet. Right. So he always has that in him. He has a mistake in him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you, with football, you as, as as a kid, you always think about the strikers and being the striker, or uh, the, the, probably the most exciting, rather ones you remember. Hmm. But as you get older, I think your perspective on setting up a team changes, doesn't it? Because my first it's proper. It's, time I really noticed it was uh, when, when Hullier came into Liverpool and uh, brought in Thompson they said right we need to settle the back four down and once you've got a solid back four and a keeper that people trust the players in front of them grow in confidence I think and they have more ability to go and experiment and try you know if, if, and if they don't they often wonder what's the point I think or you know we finished on this last week I think if it not last week the week before saying that Man City won't win the Champions League because you, we looked, at, we named the teams generally that had won the Champions League over the last, well, ten years. I think you look back at, mm. and you look at them all, and they're so solid in defence. Yeah, and Man City aren't. So hence why you suddenly. I mean, the Tottenham Ajax game, prime example. Ajax were winning that, but you know, they just couldn't handle game Tottenham winning. Yeah, you know, call it inexperience because you know, fairly young squad the Ajax team, um, or just generally not good enough but when they're when they're attacked and <laughs> Tottenham got through yeah so yeah. just playing one of the most boring Champions League finals ever but there you go <laughs> so um I it was quite good actually well you would you want it um I just you, you've got to have a strong base yeah everything in life has a strong base and for a football team your strong base is your defense so you know without it you're, you're not going to do a great deal no so you need that springboard. Having a good defence doesn't make you a defensive team. No, I, I I love the fact that you were going on about you know you, you, every kid wants to be a striker and it's attacking football and then reality sets in as you get older and it's you know build base. I'm just thinking I'm having Mourinho flashes here because he because <laughs> he because he come out he's like all oh, this attacking football and now he's just parked the bus. You know yeah, instead yeah. of accusing teams of parking the bus, he's it's like yeah I've got two double deckers in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I say I, I, I knew I was never going to be fast enough to be a striker, so uh, uh, I just wanted to be Ray Clements, basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you were, yeah. So that well, that's good. Not <laughs> never well, quite when, when, when did England. he play for England? <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was better than Sh- uh, Shilton. Did you? There you go, yeah. I'm a Forest fan. Yeah, I know. I know. So I'm no. going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> one of them things. One of them things. So. Talking about the Premier League, <coughs> as uh, Premier, it is Premier League. Yeah, I said right. yeah, 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 right. right. Yeah, um, you blow it a bit when you. <laughs> you talk about correct yourself, though. <laughs> you talk about the uh, uh, money in football, and they were talking about the disparity of uh, <coughs> the ladies' games is dropping uh, res- uh, um, crowds over the season they they had uh, 14,000 at the beginning of the season and now they're, they're, they're looking if they can make, get a, 800 people at Manchester City really? yeah Is it really? sounds like the men's team <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a feel good factor they it, it was a big thing in the summer yeah, women's football definitely and, and a lot of hype and everything but, but, also but that, that's going to fade they're not always allowed to play at no, the main stadium, no. mm-hmm. and they find that has a big difference as well. Yeah, people have to go to some other little stadium somewhere. Less people turn up. Yeah, 
Um, and then they talked about the franchise from the money for, from TV. Um, and the interesting thing I learned this week was uh, per minute, football is by far the most expensive TV to watch around the world. England as, as pay four times more than uh, the rest of Europe uh, on average to watch football on TV yeah. as, as well. And even though Sky don't have the current rights, that's BT. Um, well, it's shared, isn't it? Sky, it's, it's BT. Shared. The reason it's shared is, I think, is because BT need Sky to distribute it across Europe. And so even though it's only shared, it is still half of what Sky makes every single year from their, their football... Um, the... Um Premier League announced, didn't they, earlier this week, I think, or there was some release that they're looking at a streaming channel directly from the Premier League, yeah. which will effectively bypass the likes of Sky and yep. BT. Yeah, and so you could have a Netflix-style service just for football, £10 a month type thing. Yeah, this is it. Or, pr- or Prime Video. There are other companies available. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> now, now TV. Yeah. yeah. So That's it. Virgin. Yeah. Problem with watching it on something like. Don't get personal. <laughs> as soon as I said that, that wasn't that wasn't a dig. That was that was an adding to the list of companies that you mentioned. Problem, problem I get with with watching it with something like Amazon is my phone goes off about five minutes before I see the goal go in. I got I got I got a tip for you. Don't look at your phone. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, of course, you could have your phone. You got to have conversations with your mates, but that's the. But then, how? Who's watching? Who? Which of your mates are watching it? Where to know that it's happened before you? No, you it's know. just the updates that come through, isn't it? Through through the media's right, various social media's and stuff. You get your updates come through. But I thought the the amount of money it just we've often talked about it here. The amount of money that that's, that must be generating. Uh, how much of it goes back into grassroots football, and how much of it goes back into? Ah, oh, we've had that conversation. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they are making millions and millions and millions, billions probably mm-hmm. out of these people. Well, Bayern Munich. I know this is not not TV, but they like their kind of live sort of season tickets. They were saying that their season tickets are something ridiculous, like two hundred quid or something, compared to like here, where's six, eight hundred thousand, two thousand if you go to Arsenal. And what um, Munich was saying that we could put our prices up to three hundred, four hundred if we wanted, but. To us, at the bottom for the number of season tickets we've got, holders we've got. For us, it makes a difference of about two, three million pounds, which, as a club, we can suck that up. But to our actual supporters, changing it from two hundred to four hundred is a massive hit in their pocket. So he goes, "We'd rather just keep it at two hundred or whatever it is, and and let the fans enjoy it." I, I've said for quite some time that a streaming service would be, yeah, you know, because you, it's not like the death of football, live football, because you'd still, if you gave me the choice to go and watch Arsenal or yeah. watch at home, I'd rather, you know, if I could go and watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, so it would be you've got, but you've got the opposite. You know, I'm I'm loving watching Forest at the moment because you can watch them in, in the midweek games. Uh, generally, you know, you get you get your choice of five or six games that you can mm. watch. Didn't in the enjoy the I didn't know, so but it, it rammed home something that I knew all along. Yeah. That, uh, but we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I would, depending on how much it costs. Mm. But when you think that if you're going to pay twenty, thirty, forty, fifty pounds for a ticket to go and watch a game, surely it's worth a tenner to sit there and watch it on because it's an extra. Yes. You may have s- subscribed to. Uh, Sky Sports, BT Sports, or streaming on Prime Video, whatever. But you know you can't watch that game. 
generally because it's not the big game of the weekend. However, if you could watch it for a tenner, you might decide, yeah, I'll, I'll pay an extra tenner to, to watch that game. Yeah. So I'm, I don't, I'm not convinced that people will say, well, if you've got it on TV, you, you won't go and to the stadium and watch it. The majority of fans that go and watch it are from the local area, so it's no, you know, no hardship for them to go and watch it. No, no. Um, cause most, I would imagine what eighty percent, ninety percent of your fans are from that particular town or city. Yeah, you know. So there are a few that travel, obviously, but um, I, I th- maybe the away fans might be different. The away fans might drop because of when you consider how much it costs traveling. You know, but a lot of fans like to go for you know. You get four or five of you, you go to an away game. Yeah, yeah. You know, a few drinks beforehand, a few drinks after. You know, it's a, it's a good day out. Yeah. So yeah. I think it'd be great to then if the if the FA or whoever uh, were to pick this up and go with the stream, uh, and then make the revenue themselves uh, and, and pour it back into football mm-hmm. rather than their own pockets. Uh, it's got to be the way forward, surely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We get onto our youth team, get our youth structures going, stop losing youth players, and improve the future of the national team at the same time, as well as help improve the grounds of some of the lower clubs. I think I think every team should be allowed to stream their li- their game live, uh, and and they get a percentage of the whatever they earn, whatever you know the crowd is, yeah. uh, TV crowd is. So so that would revenue that they wouldn't normally have received. Yeah. Totally. So, you know, so I, I, like I said, I'd probably pay a tenner every week to go and watch Forest play, or sit and watch Forest play at home. So, well, depending on what Lemieux she does. So, <laughs> in fact, in fact, I know a Forest fan that goes to every single home and away game, no matter where it is, when, midweek, you know, weekend, how far it is, Fair he'll, enough, he'll yeah. go to every game. That's really good. So, yeah. so there are people out there that do it. Yeah. So, I've got a friend that follows Leicester around similarly. Um, he he lives in Norwich, which isn't an easy place to get to. Well, Norwich is kind of <laughs> stuck in the middle, isn't it? And it's quite easy. Right. A forty-seven straight to Norwich to Leicester. Yeah, but it's not a good road. It's a single carriageway. Right? It should be a dual carriageway. Right, enough of the politics. Let's get That's back. That's a three-hour drive, isn't it? Yeah, to get from where? From Norwich, from Norwich about to Leicester. All oh, right, I was going to say so. <laughs> yeah, but I thought yeah. So I think we're all in favour of that then. Oh yeah. I oh yeah. Ten, uh, you know, if it, uh, uh, you know, if you're paying, I don't know what sports channel, Sky is 25, 30 quid or whatever it is a month. Um, Keep going. Plus your BT, which is another 30, 35 quid. Um, so you're talking 60, 70 quid for two channels. Where if you can get a streaming service, it's just £10 a month type thing. Yeah. Well, Bang. They were talking about uh, a lot of the people that buy into the Sky packages, not just here, but because they distribute English football so far around the world. Uh, there was an average price of £60 a month to ensure that you can watch every game like, yeah. it's just ridiculous isn't it mm-hmm. it's like and then on top of that because you get your sports package on top of that when it's special sports you have to pay that bit extra for some of them as well which I always think is a bit of a yeah. killer it's like I'm already well, paying what Sky are also doing trying to entice those that don't subscribe to Sky Sports is they're saying like if you want to watch one-off games I don't know whether BT do it as well or maybe Sky it's like nine ninety five for a one-off game if it's a big game well, there's, there's different ways of doing, it, isn't it? Because let's face it, I have—I'm not a boxing fan, but I, me and my mate, flat refuse to pay for boxing. How much is the fight that's coming up? So I don't know. It's normally twenty or thirty quid, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. and it's like, hang on, we pay X amount per year for Sky Sport. He doesn't have Sky Sports because no. he, he refuses, yeah. you know, all sort of things. But um, 
I pay X amount per year for Sky Sports. I expect the big events to be on Sky Sports then. Yeah. So you don't then suddenly go, well, actually, we're not putting the main boxing belts on. That's it. We're charging you an extra 30 Premium quid when it's yeah. on. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not right. Yeah. And same with the, it used to be the wrestling, I think. WWE, was it? Yeah, so sport, or something. No, it's not. But again, they put it on pay per view, hmm. and you're kind of thinking, "Well, this is what what are we actually, in essence, paying for." Then, yeah. you know, we are paying um, for a few football games. Yeah. And but what if you don't like golf? Yeah. Or you or don't like Formula, Formula One, One. You know, or cricket. You know, but you're a fan of say rugby, football, and boxing. Yeah. You shouldn't have to pay extra for that boxing. Yeah. Otherwise, you're only playing for the football. Or, yeah. or what Sky should do is just have separate channels for each sport and you just pick the ones you want to subscribe yeah. to. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Just pick off a around, menu. Isn't there? I mean, I've, I've, I've bought day passes with uh, with my son so we can yeah. watch a match and taste. Yeah, yeah. Um, and on BT, last season, I used to get adverts for BT so I could go onto the free view and mm-hmm. pay for a, a particular game if I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Which is cool. But I've not had that this year, I must admit. Um, I don't remember any adverts for this year, so I don't know if they're still doing it. Mm. I presume so. But t- TV's yeah. always going to, you know, be big business and come up with new, with the, with the um, technology being the way it is as well. It's going to be so easy because even if you watch uh, a championship game like I did in midweek and you put it on the extra channel sort of thing, it's the picture quality is not great and there's only one commentator. There's no co-commentator bounce things back. So he's got to waffle on for an hour and a half sort of thing. Yeah. And there's, You don't see replays, you know, it's kind of like, and if you don't, yeah. there's certain camera angles, you don't see who's, you know, they don't go to the substitutes, who's coming on and this, that and the other. So it's it's kind of like, it's not there yet, but you would imagine give it another 10 years yeah. and you'll be at a, you know, we, we could be sat here on our phones watching three different matches whilst talking on air. Yeah. You know, so, which wouldn't be very professional, That's but you know. But with, with, I mean, if, if, Premier League do start a streaming service. I imagine you still wouldn't be able to stream the, your three PM Saturday games. I imagine they'd be the ones. Th- there should are. be a cut off. But then again, who, who says? Why not? If, if it works, if it works well in midweek or you know other t- uh, timed games, yeah. then why wouldn't they charge you know the extras for the you know and then just, you know they could have an experiment all year. Couldn't I'll they? Say, would it, it really affect? Uh, would it affect the crowds? No. Right. Like I said, it might affect away fans because if you've got Newcastle versus Southampton, for example, yeah, and you can watch. If it you're a Southampton tenor, fan, you can watch it for a tenner. How, how many of those fans are going? You know what? I can't be asked to go this Newcastle weekend. Newcastle would. So yeah, yeah they, they would. travel in numbers. But don't they, they do. Well, yeah, they love it. So yeah. some clubs do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. But would all the Southampton fans go all the way up to Newcastle? You know. Well, so I have to admit, as, as much as I love going to to Anfield, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing cl- uh, stadium to go to. There's a lovely camaraderie about being the away fans mm-hmm. when you turn up. Somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. And you never shut up. No. They're, they're always singing. They're yeah, yeah. Keep going. Uh, and it's 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 a great it's a great atmosphere when you're the away fans. You how how many times have you watched a team on TV and it's somewhere in like East uh, East Russia or something, and you're kind of looking at there's a crowd of about two hundred. Liverpool fans or 200 Arsenal fans and, you, and they're like they're singing their hearts out and you're thinking oh, I wouldn't mind of been, being yeah. there for that <laughs> yeah. game sort of yeah. thing and uh, you know just to yeah we'll give it some yeah. sort of thing and um, and it's just kind of like you just think nah <laughs> yeah. but I, you know the the way 
the world is going, it'll be easier to get to. I think that's what it is. It's ease, isn't it? Yeah. Of getting to games, yeah. high speed rail, for example, okay. spending six six thousand billion on the train system to go from London yeah. to Birmingham, which we've already got. So it'll just go there a bit quicker. They're so, already bringing back the trans-European night trains as well, so you can travel overnight. That's, that's what they're doing now as well. Yeah, so so. Uh, they'll hopefully bring things into a bit more affordable realm. Though, mm-hmm. though flight, flying's uh, quite amazing, because uh, a little while ago I did a, a, a job in Scotland. Uh, and you and flew? They said they fly. They, we, Superhero here, he's flying. <laughs> Five weeks uh, we were doing this job, um, and they said they'd fly us up on the Friday and fly us, uh, uh, fly us up on the Monday morning, fly us back on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, I was uh, I was uh, somewhat a bit. It's like we could drive, get the train. It's fine. It was actually cheaper to fly than go on the train, which mm-hmm. <laughs> is just it, it is in a lot of cases, isn't it? This is <laughs> this is why it is so um, battered. The train system. Everybody has a go. Because it's generally speaking, everybody's of a, an opinion. The trains don't get there on time. There's not enough of them. They're overcrowded, and you pay too much. Mm. So yeah. But unfortunately, that won't change because of the amount of people that have to use them. The thing is, they don't. The, the rail companies seem to have stopped. You know, in the past they used to have the football specials. They right. used to lay yeah, on yeah. trains just for fans. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. But now it doesn't seem to happen no. anymore. So. Well, everything changes. I used to remember I used to go into cinema to watch three films back to back. It's right. like I think we went, went to watch Mad Max one, two, and three when they're on sort of thing, and uh, that's <laughs> that sort of thing doesn't happen anymore. No, very, very rarely. Yeah, very I know rare. there was the big. Uh, I think the Lord of the Rings they showed all of the three films at one point, but it's, it's very rare things like that. Mm. Times change, you know. There's, there's, if there's no money in it, yeah. then then they won't do it. No. So it's it's a shame, but there you go. So. Yeah, there you go. So, old times' sake, yeah. <laughs> old times. Yeah. <laughs> they were so. intercity firms when they got their name, wasn't it? Yeah, around that's the, right. The old trains. Yeah, yeah. We used to get the train from uh, Stanford to Peterborough to go and watch Johnny Wilde's t- team. Yeah, uh, the mighty posh then. Uh, Dave Seaman in goal. I can remember one time we were on the way back from Stanford, from Peterborough to Stanford. When uh, a load of Wrexham fans recognised my mate, what? They're, they're on our train. They had to go back to Birmingham. Right. So uh, my, my my we were fourteen at the time, yeah. and my mate had been a bit cheeky because they, they had a bold goalkeeper, and uh, he took he took a Mickey out of him. And uh, the Wrexham fans took objection to it. And a couple, as we were walking onto the onto the train, we walked past this window and heard a thump. And there were some Wrexham fans, and one of them recognised my mate. So he no left. way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. We're stuck on this train all the way from <laughs> these bloody great grown men, and it's like there's a forty-year-old boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that, was that Peterborough at Stanford? Did you say? So you weren't on it for long, though. So it felt hours. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like hours. Yeah. My mate locked himself in the toilet. Did he? Yeah, yeah he hid. That is funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I did. But, uh, so scary. You should name and shame him, eh? Really sorry. Really sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I remember I was going to Liverpool to watch. Um, in fact, it was Forest. I think it was my first ever game at Anfield and uh, Liverpool Forest. It was nil-nil, and um, we went on a train and got on a train from Peterborough. It went up to, uh, I think, it went to, to go, didn't actually go nothing. It went up to Leeds, 
and then it kind of cuts across the Pennines to to the, through Manchester into Liverpool. Oh, Sheffield, sorry, Sheffield, um, and then across the Pennines, which is most bizarre. <laughs> yeah, but, but it took through about three hours on a train. <laughs> it was almost as long to drive. Good by size. the time none of us Good could drive. though. Well, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, absolutely. So we, right. uh, I've thought about it because the, the the two the two carriage train from Stamford goes all the way to Liverpool sometimes. Does it? Yeah, and uh, Liverpool New Street. Is it supposed to? It just it just carried yeah, on it going. Does, it just, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Forgets where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. Driver fell asleep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it does go all the way there. I said to my son, it takes as long to drive, but we yeah. can have a drink. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just a pair of us have a laugh, you know, on the train. And he said, yeah, right. Look, how much are the tickets? £175 return each. You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Serious. Yeah. 175 135 something like that. Goodness me. I said, you know, that's three tanks of fuel. <laughs> I'll drive. Yeah. I d- you know what? A few, yeah. a, a few years ago when I climbed... Forget the beers. A few years ago when me and my nephew climbed Ben Nevis, trains and uh, flights didn't come into the thinking at all. Yeah. It was drive all day at work, yeah. come home, get in a car, drive up to Scotland through the night... Yeah. Up and down, drive home again yeah. the next day. So <laughs> we did seriously and sleep. Yeah. Wow, yeah, we're a play here. So it's, um, I think it took me about a year to recover. Eight, <laughs> eight or nine hours to drive there after yeah. driving for about twelve hours at work all day. Uh, got there, probably had about half hours skip because we said oh, we get an hour or two skip, but we couldn't sleep. So we said sod it, we'll go up the thing. And it's, I don't know what it was, probably about seven or eight hours up and down yeah. the the mountain and then took us uh, 10 hours I think to drive home again because of the traffic obviously the timing so but yeah it's just you know you, but trains just didn't you know figure at all no. so I wasn't even sure that they go they probably do go to Fort William but you know I, just the expense of it all would be you know especially two people yeah yeah. so but um, it's, that's the thing isn't it if, if trains were a lot cheaper there'd probably be a lot more away fans yep yeah so that's the way it goes definitely yeah yeah so well, never, obviously the tickets are cheaper now it's, it's uh, 20s plenty or 30 i think 30 quid might be the the, mm-hmm. the 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 price cap on away tickets now well it's clock when he came over he couldn't believe the prices of the tickets in the premier league that's what i'm saying that's what munich i told yeah. you about munich earlier that, that, so. that, that'll be the next thing every premier league or every football club will have their own train yeah. So it was like yeah. you know we've Fans got Express. our train and yeah, We're come on lads yeah. yeah come and pay for well, coaches used to lay on coaches didn't they mm-hmm. and that was in maybe not free of charge but subsidised yeah. and yeah, every yeah, now and again yeah. they they yeah I mean there've been games like that have been called off and teams like I think Man City have done it where they've said we'll put on coaches free of charge and just yeah. you know just in fact probably put on the tickets free of charge as well <laughs> so yeah went a coach to with Posh to go and see uh, Northampton did you yeah can't remember the result. That was years ago. A, mate, a friend of mine is a massive, a few friends of mine are massive posh fans. And his dad went everywhere. Yeah. So they drove over to Peterborough, we got on a bus and we drove, we took us all the way to Northampton. We'd almost as quick to just drive to Northampton. I was going to say, yeah. it's not far, it's down the road. <laughs> and you, if you live in South, uh, Stanford, Stanford. Yeah, it's yeah, even it closer. Day out. It day out. <laughs> day out <laughs> two minutes out. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. Goodness me. It's like, it's hardly, I'm talking about going to Ben Nevis in Scotland. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, we went from Stanford to Northampton. No, via Peterborough. Right. Peterborough. Well, yeah. via Peterborough. Yeah. Give him credit. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving. I wasn't even at secondary school. I was at primary school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's blimey. But it was good. Fun. It's getting on the bus with everyone singing and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I feel like you're going to work in Kingsley every day via Wiz Beach. 
That'd skirt it. It was just a good laugh, though. Yeah. On that bus, having a you know crack with everybody and singing all the songs and stuff. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Nice atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why streaming will never replace <coughs> fans because you go for more than football. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I carried on watching Arsenal under Emery, who's had a lot to say lately, to be perfectly honest. And take some of the blame yourself, mate. Don't lay it on all the players. But I, as I keep saying, if you can do it under a different manager, the players... Uh, I, I think the Man United fa- uh, players have definitely conned their fans because of the performances they put in, mm. you know, under Mourinho and... You know, some of the time under Solskjaer. And it's the same. Arsenal players under Emery, you kind of think, you've got a question. The, the you know, he'll put us, It's all well and good saying, well, we were a bit confused with him. And, and this, that and the other. But you still go out there and play for the fans. Because they're the ones that pay the tickets for the yeah. tickets. Yeah. You know, they're the ones you're supposed to be entertaining. And if you don't do that, you know, you're conning people. And... I, you know, you could turn around and sack a lot of them, you know, if you don't perform. Never mind just sacking the manager and get rid of all the players as well. <laughs> so, because, you know, you're not going to win a title changing a manager yeah. with those players. And um, I don't I don't care how good the manager is, if they haven't got that inner belief or that inner desire to win a game, changing a manager is not going to, when it comes down to it, the nitty gritty they're not going to be in, no, in right. the trenches as they say so but it's they, they are they're conning conning us yeah so I mean it's different with uh, Nottingham Forest in midweek because they had this great result against Leeds which I thoroughly enjoyed um, but again I'm not a big fan of Lamucci the Nottingham Forest manager mm. he's you know as I said before he's he plays the French football style way and it's you know you, you're talking about building a platform sort of thing a base and they they to a man they defended really really well or the forwards defending everybody and they won 2-0 playing on the counter attack now they got West Brom this weekend yeah so he decided to make five changes to the team in midweek at home to Charlton Nodden Forest cannot play and beat teams if they have more possession than the opposition. Really? Yeah. So if they have more than 50% of the possession, they struggle to break the teams down. Yeah. Because they're a counter... He's got one idea, counter-attacking football. Yeah. And they they looked like they didn't know what they were doing. They played one of the worst left-backs I've ever seen in football, uh, who was substituted, thankfully. But it's just like nobody could pass the ball to each other. And when they crossed the halfway line, there was nothing. No ideas whatsoever so it's well and if you're struggling against a uh, lower division uh, lower you know in the table sides and you make five changes you're going to struggle even more Mm, so he did it with West Brom game in mind at the weekend and I'm thinking surely if you're going to get consolidate the playoffs or try and get an automatic you don't try and win the title West Brom's not important they're they are the team that are top. They've beaten Leeds, the team that they can catch. Yes. But you solid solidify your place in the playoffs by beating the teams towards the bottom. Yeah. So he should have yeah. played his strongest team against yeah. Charlton. Yeah. Got the three points, and then anything that they get 
at what it's from yeah. is a bonus. bonus yeah. yeah. Now you, you know? could end up losing both. And now, yeah, you could end up three points from nine, having beaten Leeds, yeah. and then if Leeds win, fortunately Leeds didn't win at in midweek against Brentford. Um, but if they go on a winning streak again, Forest will be left behind. Yeah. If they lose, if they don't catch Leeds by two points, then you'll say it's a Charlton game. So these managers that do it in the cups, they do it in the leagues. You, you're kind of thinking, why? We know that players deserve a rest. Yeah. That, you know they're they are, but they are athletes these days. They are not the old day footballers where you need a break. Yeah. I know they play a lot of games, but surely they can do it. Yeah, absolutely. the op- the opposition are playing that many games without too many rests. So. It was the same with the the Premier League sides, as we said. Why why were you rest people in the FA Cup a week or two back when there's a winter break coming up? Yeah, it seems it seems strange, strange, doesn't it? Strange. So, but never mind. I'll have my you know I've had my rant about Nottingham Forest. So, <laughs> okay. I, I, you know it'd be great to see him promoted into the Premier League. It would. But I I fear for him. They play good attacking, uh, good counter attacking football, and they do defend reasonably well which would be probably a good platform for the Premier League because a lot of teams do that and survive yeah but I just don't know if the quality's there so we'll see we'll see yeah and, I, and I'm not sure the manager has a plan B <laughs> hmm. so. if plan A works do you need a plan B hmm. we're just going to have a quick half time and we're halfway through the evening uh, so we'll just be having a few adverts and we'll be back with you in just a minute Isn't it funny how you're noticing them more and more? Parked at the school gates, waiting at a red light, or charging on the side of a street. The electric car, with over 4,000 new drivers on the road each month and over 40 models available, the electric car is now the car. Search Go Ultra Low to find out more. Catch the summer, catch the train. Catch a day out. Catch the city bursting into life. Catch the best shops, all the sights, coffee stops and evenings out. Catch Leeds, Manchester, Newcastle, Birmingham. Catch the city at its sparkling best. Catch a cross-country train. Cross-country trains go across the UK, from up north to down south and from the west to the east. Make your first destination crosscountrytrains.co.uk. Hey, we're crazy. We're listening to the good music here on PCR Extra. You're listening to PCR Sports. And welcome back to PCR Sports. So just a quick catch up there. Real Sociedad are currently winning 1-0, scoring for a penalty after nine minutes. And uh, if you've got nothing else to do at the moment, or if you want to watch something on the side to listening to us on the radio or no, the they internet, <laughs> well, they could, you yeah. might want to have a look at the Liverpool women's versus Arsenal women's game, which is 56 minutes and 2-2. Sounds like a cracking game there. You missed all the goals, don't worry. Stay here, stay here, stay here. Stay here. <laughs> you can listen to this in the background. We'll keep you up to date with scores, don't worry. <laughs> no, because the, part of the reason you watch football is for the commentary. So, un- until Sky Sports... Yes. Uh, Employed Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher, <laughs> so but generally, yeah. So, God, at least it's not Andy Gray anymore. Ah, Andy Gray was all right. Um, him and Harry Hans, not sure. <laughs> Harry Hans, <laughs> oh dear, I can't remember his name. 
Richard Keys. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, Harry Keys. That was it. Yeah. So, so any, anyone know what's going on in the rugby? Six Nations or anything like that? Women's or men's? Men's. We'll oh. go to women's away in a minute, go on. <laughs> well, okay. they're having it this year. Well, they can have it. The, the, the ones in Hong Kong. No, no, no. There was the. Oh, Six they, Nations. They, they, they struggled with the weather, didn't they? Well, Six Nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes, they probably did, actually. Uh, Eng- I think England beat Scotland. Yes. But again, it was a very um, rain affected and wind affected yeah. game. Um and I think the women have won theirs, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. So I'm not a rugby fan, as you know. So I like to keep an eye on. You normally see a headline or two, but I haven't really seen much headlines about it. England so. beat Scotland thirteen six. Yep. Ireland beat Wales twenty four fourteen, and France beat Italy thirty five twenty two. And the women's. So uh, don't know actually. We got the women's here. Maybe. No, I, haven't got, I haven't got that here at the moment. I'll have a look at that. Let me search for that in a minute. So this week... Uh, Why, are you male chauvinist person, <laughs> you? Really <laughs> um, why did you go straight to the men's first instead of the women's? Because you, you just typed in, yeah, and Google came up with it. Yeah, I know that was be your, <laughs> your defence. Yeah, yeah, so... So there's a week, uh, weekend break, and next weekend we've got Italy, Scotland, England, Ireland, uh, and Wales and France. They're in winter break already in rugby after two games. They are. This this is my. Like, they are actually thinking of extending to Six Nations. Yes. So how many nations? Uh, four. <laughs> they are actually thinking of bringing in two other nations. Eight nations. Yes. So it'll be called the Eight Nations. And well, well, it was five nations originally, and then Italy joined, didn't they? I don't know. Six. But the the big thing is, and we've had the same conversation here about World Cups yeah. and Euro championships mm. is the fact that and this is the reason that they're objecting to it you have the elite with six when you start bringing eight in or ten in or twelve in then you're no disrespect to them but you are asking lesser nations there is. so so, so basically the, you're, there's going to be teams that are you know whipping boys what's the point of having them in a top but do we know who the two extra two others are going to be I, I don't so well, could be Australia, New Zealand. <laughs> no, because I think it's from around here, isn't it? So that's the here, idea. Yeah, the the Six Nations is. Who plays? Who else plays rugby? Because at the moment you've got England, Scotland. How Wales. about the four home nations, and then Italy and France? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, uh, Northern Ireland don't have a team, do they? No. Round round two. Um, France beat uh, Italy forty-five ten. Ireland beat uh, Wales thirty-one twelve. And England beat Scotland 53-0. Okay, I just... Go on. I've got a a thing here that... It's a bit... The England women's team is professional. Okay, yeah. So the rest of them aren't. I know. Uh, They get to train all day and everything Mm -hmm. else. So I think you're seeing the benefit of that. Oh, yeah. In a lot of that, aren't you? A lot of these results here. So... I'd just like to point out, was that the ladies that you were yes, yeah, reeling yeah. off? Yeah, so, because um, I was going to say, oh, that proves my point. If it's France beating Italy and Italy with the sixth nation to come in, <laughs> you know, so just 45 10 is not just a beat, is it? It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's a struggle. The, men, the men's uh, team uh, have got better um, in, uh, the, uh, in the game um, over the time since they've been in it. They, they, they have improved and they've done the odd shock, haven't they? 
But looking at the women's, no, I, you can't see anyone else winning that really. Can you? Being in it, uh, it'd make a good sports movie if it happened. <laughs> <laughs> right for the eight nations, then. No, the two haven't been decided, but it says the likes of the Romanians or Georgians will come in. Yeah. Um, but again, they're saying it's obviously weaker nations compared yeah. to the ones that are running. I said I, that I, it, Italy were a weak nation at one point. They've only they've developed their rugby over the last sort of couple of decades. I think. Well, the question is, if you bring them in, do they would the the nations um, their uh, FA or whatever it is of Italy get more money from TV rights, which would go back into the sport, which would improve the sport, and they'd get better instead of being in the wilderness and having to develop it yourself. Yeah. So. I hope so. It's the it's the cash catch twenty cash twenty two yeah. cash twenty two yeah <laughs> cash twenty two phrase so Wait, I know what you mean though because the World Cup used to have your preliminary rounds and the best teams went through to the World Cup and they're looking at extending that now so there's going to be yeah. even more teams so they can invite them. more and more yeah teams and it's not the best teams no because Europe will still have only one or two extra but it's more teams from Africa and Con Concaf is it or Concaf Concaf yeah. yeah which is South so, yeah. South, yeah. South American South America and the Australia yeah. area the, sort the of thing so and the, yeah uh, weak sides that you're expecting yeah. I recall um, I think it was it might have been South Saudi Arabia in their last last tournament that were 10 men behind the ball and um and then th they needed to win a game at the end and they started to attack the team and they looked a completely different side and you think well, why didn't you do that from the yes. start and they because they were brilliant to watch Carlos Quiroz was the manager wasn't he possibly yes he was yeah. yes yeah. And, yeah. You, and you just think why are we inviting these teams in or allowing more teams to come in if it's going to be I don't want to watch that because it's boring because they, they don't attack you know you can mm. watch Man City play your team for that sort of thing so um, it's just no just keep it the elite and it's more entertaining I mean I don't mind it so much in the World Cup uh, as opposed to the European Championships the European Championships is a lot harder to watch because we all play more or less the same style of football so you're watching you know the same movie over and over again basically Okay. you know with maybe okay. a different outcome Okay, a different like a Cluedo who did it this time, um, but at least in the World Cup you've got different styles, so it keeps you entertaining and entertained for longer. But generally speaking, when you're getting into the third week, you're kind of getting a little bit, you know, if you've been watching all the games or a lot of the games, you've you you know you're starting to get a little bit you know, jet lagged sort of thing. Yeah. European Championships that that happens after a week. <laughs> you know, you, you kind of like you stop watching games and you only watch England or you know one of the group of death games sort yeah. of thing. You, you, it's very hard to watch yeah. all of the European Championship games because of the fact that it is very similar. Yeah, yeah and the, the more that. teams that you bring in, you know, that's more teams that you probably watch. They probably bring more teams in, and you'd watch less, fo less football. Yeah. So there'd be more games, and you watch less. The BBC have announced their be a women's football of the year. Nominations, yes, for twenty twenty, yeah, for that the was twenty twenty. That's weird. That was supposed to be. Was that nominated? Yet? That was yesterday. Yeah, but that hasn't been decided yet. The okay, voting closes on the second of March. Right. Um, nominations: Lucy Bronze, England and Leon, Julie Ertz, USA and Chicago Red Stars, Sam Kerr, Australia and Chelsea, Vivian Medema, Medema, yeah. Netherlands and Arsenal, Arsenal. and then yeah. Megan Rapinoe, She's USA and Reina C. Medema. She's the one that's uh, obviously won the uh, 
player of the tournament in the World Cup. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She, mm, Which one did you pick out? I, I, I didn't pick her for player of the tournament. I had somebody else in mind. Um, but out of those, I, I mean... I a great season, so I, was, I, was, I, was, I thought... She was pretty much. She, she didn't have a brilliant World Cup, but I think she was targeted in the World Cup. Definitely. Yeah, but the thing but is, the, age, the, is she got player of the tournament. It's not player of the season. Yeah, yeah. Then so yeah. so, and I didn't think she was player of the tournament. Yeah. I know they. She didn't play every game, sort of thing. And but um, because of her age, did Rapinoe get to player of the tournament? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, but um, I. You, we don't watch a great deal of women's football, so it's very hard for us to pick a name from. Yeah, yeah. From our, only go by yeah, I mean, reputation I was, or what Because yeah. I thought Lucy Bronze was superb in the tournament, but then they've been, you know, trying to play her in midfield every now and again for England, and it's just like play to your strengths. Yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, don't like, play Alexander Arnold in midfield because <laughs> you miss him from right back. You know, so it's just play them where they are, the, where they, you know, that's the reason they're nominated. And I so we I were mean, actually we were actually watching a lot more women's football this time last year. Yeah, we discussed it quite a lot. Well, there yeah, you go. This this will again, you know, building up to the World Cup. I suppose this is the as I said the feel good factor you're saying about the dwindling crowds. Yeah, because it's as the season goes on, sort of thing. You know, we're kind of like yeah, we're not talking about it as much now. Yeah. So it does. It's going to happen. So um, the the more sports coverage improves the more people will keep an interest. Um, but will it go the same way as American football? When I say American football, soccer in the USA. Because they had a... The men's game had a big thing for a while and then that kind of like dropped off, didn't it? It's more college yeah. football than it is, yeah. you know. So it's just... We'll see. But um, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, or it, even in when I say overnight, I'm... I'm talking about four years because obviously we did well four years ago and then we did well I'll say four years ago but you know what I mean the last World Cup and we did well again this World Cup um, so you know the feel good factor is still there but this kind of like who watches it yeah you know you've got to get women watching women's football like you've got men watching men's football so why should men have to go out and watch women's football to make it a success there's going to be there are a few quite a few females that come and watch men's football is that going to be the same amount of men going to watch women's football I, I don't think so so but on top of that you've not got the same crowds women's crowds as you have men's crowds no so so again like I said you've got to you've got to find some way to keep these women going to watch it and I would imagine a lot of the women that go to watch it probably play f football themselves yeah, I think it's uh, a friend uh, had his daughter played at, um, a lot of football uh, in her youth, and the two guys that ran the club, um, it was two guys running the club. They ended up having two of their team were in the England schoolgirls uh, mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, uh, and they said that the majority of the the people that go and watch it because it was just this is we're going back about five or six years, okay, <clears throat> maybe seven. Uh, but at that time, uh, the people that were going to watch it were the young schoolgirls that were playing it, mm -hmm. mostly. Yeah. So the high pitched voices in the crowd. 
and it's them that have that great fun to want to watch it. Their mothers will probably go with them. You know, there are some older, elder lady or more uh, mature ladies that will go and watch it as well. But it was that generation, and yeah. you just got to keep them going. I think they're still going to keep their interest in it. They, they can take their kids to it. Then I think it will carry on. Men's football has been going for well over a hundred years. You know, so it's it's not going to women's footballs. You don't suddenly say, well, it, people should be doing the same as the men's. It, it shouldn't take a hundred years, no, because no. the sport has been established. But you can't expect it to happen in two or three years. It was banned, though, wasn't it? There was so. a women's league that was that was that a lot of people. Times change. Watch. Times uh, change. Then, the, then, then they got banned from playing it, which yeah. was just mental. Yeah. Before the Second World War, or staff or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it took a years for. Did you remember that, Pip? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you actually. <laughs> so. So it's the same with all sports. I mean, TV channels are pushing. I think um, they are now. Netball is becoming a big thing yeah. on Sky. There's, Sky are starting to put a lot of money behind netball. Netball, really? Netball, yeah. We just recently, actually, we uh, didn't reach the Nations Cup final. We needed to beat Jamaica in the semis to face, I think it was either Australia or New Zealand. I could be wrong in the final. I forget now, New Zealand, I think it was. But uh, we, we we never close to Jamaica. We'd always catch up and uh, got close, but then they pull away sort of thing. So it was just, that was the big game, and, and we didn't win it. So we lost out. So, okay. But, um, but yeah, the netball is, you know, starting to... Sky are trying to push that at the moment. So, interesting, interesting. Yeah. We're getting ready for when they lose all the football. But <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, um, they're also trying to get... Women's basketball, sort it off the ground. Yeah, not skies in per se, but women's basketball is starting to is improve, sort of thing, or take off, sort of thing. Yeah, but have more followers, more players. I so back in the eighties, when I when I was at secondary school, we used to go and watch Hemel uh, Hempstead, quite a few English basketball teams, and it used to be on Channel Four. I think it did Channel Four. I remember. Yeah. yeah, Channel Four. Early eighties, early mid eighties. No, no. no. I don't understand why women wouldn't play. I know they've got netball. But why not play basketball as well? Is it, I mean, it's an exciting sport. Uh, I'm not saying that ball isn't because you've got your you've got your fans that you have your like every sport has its fans yeah, of course. base. Yeah. So, but there's no reason why they shouldn't do basketball. Just because it is not a case of well, women have to play netball, it, men play basketball. So I doubt very much that men are going to take up netball because well, there is a men's netball league. Possibly, but it's probably. I think it's basically it's, it's too slow, isn't it for 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 men, you for can men. Say. Yeah, I yeah. no, basically I for, for to try and keep me you entertained, men playing netball would be too slow for us, I think. think so. Stanford I, I think so. A mixed league. Did they? Like my sister used to play in a mixed league in Stanford basketball team, hmm. uh, men's team, uh, had a netball team. They they also played netball. Doubled up. Yeah. I was just about to say actually, what what do you think it'd be like converting or being able to play both? Because yeah. you've got certain similar concepts between the two Games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I missed, uh, why bother though? There's enough room for both. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So no, but like I just said, if you play one, can you convert and play the other as well? Yeah. Well, speaking of converting, there's a lot of money being um, put in a golf at the moment in a different league. That you've got the uh, PGA Tour, mm. okay, and another organisation has come out for a idea of a team sport. That they, I mean, they've just approached Tiger Woods to to join, but the, the PGA have basically said you can do one or the other. You oh, cannot really? play on the team 
Sport uh, Tour and play on the PGA Tour. So it's kind of like nobody knows yet that if you sign up for the team sport event, yeah. okay, whether the PGA will actually let you back okay. if you decide at some point, I don't want to be part of this, and you have a year of it, and like, oh, I'll rejoin the PGA Tour, whether the PGA will actually let you back. The thing is, so I it's I, a big thing, are people saying that they'll quit PGA for good to play this team tour or to play the both? It depends on the big big names, doesn't it? On whether they go over. I, so think I don't what, understand why an organisation if, if they if they if they decide to get off the ground the team sport event if they put them because obviously there's going to be a lot of money in it they might have to t- just take the top people from the challenger t- tour. Yeah. So you know I think it's the challenger tour, but um, obviously the tennis. That's tennis. Uh, I think there's a challenger in tennis yeah, as well. Yeah, there is. So that's why I might be getting confused whether it's the challenger. But how does it work then? Is it going to be like the Ryder Cup team? We I don't know. All I know is the fact that um, there's, there is a, a rival to the PGA Tour, oh, and there, there's a lot of money mm. going to be bandied yeah. about, sort of thing. So, um, to get it off the ground, you'd think they'd have to sign a few big names, rather than just a few people saying, "Well, actually, I'm, I, you know, I, mm. I don't always make the cut. I might be better off nipping over there and being one of the better, does, yeah. better guys, sort of thing." Um, rather than stay here but would it survive if you know you haven't got the big names yeah. if you don't have the big names do you get the big crowds can you then finance it do you want to find out so, more about it for us ah, I can You're look into fan. it so yeah. but it's only just you know recently to, yeah. mentioned so. it'd be a bit like, a bit like um, you know when like the IPL in cricket the Indian Premier League started mm-hmm. and it's just more of a I suppose the initial started off more as an exhibition type tournament but it's now got more serious yeah. Well, I, I think t- um, me personally, when I play golf, I love to. If there's four, I you know, I would rather go out instead of me playing against my nephew, for example. I would rather me and my nephew teamed up to play two other people. Yes, yeah, pairs. And pairs, just like the Ryder Cup sort of so thing. How do you play so, pairs? And do you still use? You only use one ball between you and alternate no, shots? They're, they're, right, uh, let me explain the Ryder Cup format for you. Solheim Cup, uh, which is the ladies. Ryder Cup being the men's. Basically, you have four balls and foursomes. Yeah, and you do that over the morning session. Uh, you probably play four balls, and then the afternoon session foursomes. You do the same the following day, and on the final day you have everybody um, in singles up against a, an opponent from the opposition. Right, and basically you, the foursomes is um, a ball per pair. Yeah, so you take alternate shots. Yeah, 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 and then the four balls is obviously um, the best score from one team yeah so if you if you knock in three on a par four get a birdie and your partner hits a four then you take the birdie you know and put that against the opposition see what they get on the same hole yeah so okay here we go so it is believed that uh it would be a tour a world tour style Mm -hmm. yeah uh and would compromise of an 18 event schedule starting in 2022 and running from uh, January to September, each event would be 54 holes. There would be no cut, and each each round would be restricted to 48 players, uh, for, uh, 48 player fields, uh, and the winner of the tournament would win 10 million. So it is reportedly being proposed that each event has a shotgun start to shorten the tournament day, and it's thought that the conclusion would be a season-ending team championship. Okay, that's where I got the team thing from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So that's correct. It would be a Premier League would contain a Formula One style format whereby players would be signed to teams, compete with managers, signings, transfers and so on. Mm -hmm. What they mean by a shotgun start is the fact that you, um, you're, for example, uh, the idea is you're all on a hole at 9am and there's people on the first hole, people on the second hole, people uh, on the third you. hole. And at 9am, 9am, somebody fires a shotgun for example and, and then everybody starts and you all work your way around so you you start on the ninth you'd finish on the eighth yes got you you know so that's cool i like that yeah, yeah so yeah. sounds very so, good it, it's a, um the pga is saying that there is uh flaws in the idea uh who the, said that the golf the, go, the, premier the pga golf, yeah, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're rivals yeah, the, the premier golf league think there's flaws in the current structure of the pga tour and the pga think this tour is is, is is structured in its idea and it's uh but uh the play golf golfers themselves uh think it's a great idea so mm -hmm. they're all very interested which must be a worry for the pga must be a big worry for well the, the, PGA. The, the big thing there the difference is the shotgun start because quite often, um, if they're a little bit behind, they will um, start people on the first hole. They'll also start people on the tenth hole. And you play the back nine first, and then you go around and play the front nine. Okay. But it is then still a staggered start. Yes. So to actually have a shotgun start where everybody's, you know, teeing off at the same time. But you, the biggest um, thing in golf at the moment they're trying to do is speed play up. Because obviously, you, you know, if you get a group spending too long on the greens, you know, they'll, they'll get warned. Yeah. Um, and for slow play. And they can end up getting a, a shot penalty. Um, so it's kind of like they, they take... I, some of us play golf locally. You just don't understand why professionals take so much time. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 an act, it's not just think, well, they have to, you know, look at everything. But they take way too long. You know, there's, there's only so much, you know, of reading the game sort of thing. And it's not always just about on the greens. It's your shot selection on the fairways, you oh, know. Yeah. So, because generally you get down there, hit the driver, boom. But when they're on the fairways, it's, mm, yeah, wind and this, that and the other. And they, they're taking forever quite often. So once you have a shotgun start with everybody on the course, then you've, you've kind of, yeah. you have to all play at the same speed. Otherwise there's going to be you know delays so because whoever you know whoever delays the group the other 17 holes yeah. you know <laughs> will be getting backlog there'll be probably like three or four holes nobody on them and then on one hole you've, you've got three or four groups waiting people. yeah <laughs> to tee off sort of thing and you're having to wait for them to see off so yeah if they can get the speed right yeah it's, but the, the way that, that saves time as well they make it sound they, that makes it sound quite interesting, quite exciting as well compared to normal golf. Listening to that, mm. but the idea was first created by Greg Norman uh, twenty years ago. Mm. He Sorry. first muted it, wanted it, thought it came up with the mm -hmm. concept. You, you, you think about the fans as well, because um, generally speaking, you can be there, and you can stay on one hole all day and watch everybody come come rounds, but you'd be there all day. But with a shotgun, it's kind of like it's it's going to be a shorter day. Yeah. You're not going to see as much golf as you did before because you can, you know, you you can follow a group round if you want. But I mean, you basically it's it's going to be, um, it should only be about four or five hours. So it'd be quite interesting just to stay at a hole. 
Because just watch them all come round. Because basically speaking, you you like I said, you can be there. They, they can be teeing off at six a.m. sort of thing, and but you can be still there when the last guys are teeing off at five p.m. Yeah, you know. So it's a full day of. But generally speaking, um, when you go out in a foursome playing locally, you you could be three four hours, and you think if everybody's playing at the same time, that's how long it should take for four hours. So you're you're going to spend, you know, a few, whatever, few hundred, few grand, to go and watch a sporting event that instead of being twelve hours, is going to be four. Yeah, you know. So so it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, definitely would be. I mean, it was great if they did it as a uh, do it as like a a speed game as well. Mm. They did it shotgun. He can't hang around. Can no, he, surely? No. No, on the timer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they probably will. They, 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 like I said, they they will probably be given thirty seconds per per shot. If you've not played by thirty seconds, you forfeit. You know, a penalty strike. So brilliant if they did something like that. Yeah, so speed it up a bit. I I, I have to play speed golf because by by the time I finish work and get back because of daylight, you have to <laughs> sp- you you play your shot and run. You pick your club up and sort of yeah. and, and run to your next shot. So. I would get it finished in time for uh, the the old show. It could kick off starting at six o'clock. <laughs> That's it, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, uh, it does sound fun, uh, and it could potentially start as soon as twenty twenty two. But there are a lot of legal things to happen first. That makes we've got and a lot of golfers to be interviewed. That's so quite, uh, that's quite exciting now. That is. That's, uh, uh, Having said that, you're, you're you're talking about the speed of the golf and everything else. It's still golf. You've still got to be interested in yeah, yeah. the actual technique watching paint golf, dry, really. as they say. <laughs> same as cricket, same as baseball, whatever slow sport there is. I think you know. So it's bowls. Like, uh, yeah. My brothers all play golf. My my older brothers all play golf, and uh, I can remember watching it as a kid. And if it was uh, Lee Trevino or Sebi Ballesteros, I didn't seem to mind. No, they were exciting. Mm-hmm. They they would take risks with shots. And yeah, it was like quite cool. Same with all sports. We, we mentioned snooker. We don't watch snooker anymore because who do you watch now? Yeah. You know, it's characters have kind of gone out of the game. Absolutely. Incidentally, so. uh, what we what's what's this uh, what's this storm coming up this week? Dennis. 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 Yeah. That's, uh, Taylor. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> not not like Alex a Hurricane and no. Jimmy yeah. Whirlwind. Three. We, we're three away. I want, I want Hurricane Higgins next. That's what I want. You do. <laughs> okay. Do you think they will? In three storms time. Do you think they will? <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, mm. excuse me. Excuse me. Dennis, yeah, and then E F G H. That's four. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So I'll try and wind them down. So we've got uh, Miranda's have scored, equalised. Uh, this in would the be in ninth minute in the Copa del Rey. Thank you. Yeah, football, uh, Spanish football, yeah. And uh, Miranda's being the team, not the player. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Arsenal ladies. Judge, I was going to say, just judging from your pronunciation, she plays for Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> and they just scored, making it 3 2. Of course they did. Liverpool then, 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 they're no longer the favourites, though. Man, Man City. Yeah. Ago, stormed it three seasons ago. What happened? Man City are top at the moment, I think. So, in that one, there's an novelty Man City being top. Great season when we were brilliant. Crikey, Real Sociedad has just gone ahead again. Two hey, one. this is watching, uh, like listening to the uh, Peterborough Phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Though they haven't announced a score yet, so I'm guessing it could be a uh, bit of the old player. <laughs> bit of a player. So, 
You have to wait. That's, that's one thing. I, I, I like VAR, but the amount of times I get a text saying, goal. And then, then it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's, that's the problem <laughs> with the wait. fans. The fans hate it. Yeah. Apparently, they are looking at, by next season, it should be fine because they are looking at um, Where's the improvement, I think? changing the offside uh, way they do the offsides. So I'm assuming if they can't see it with the naked eye, that they'll probably, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's uh, onside. <clears throat> that's all they need to do. You don't need that. Be, how much of an advantage is it that that a line? Well, that is no advantage really no. to a player. No. no. So, so they're, they're talking about uh, when when it was um, Firmino, and it's Firmino's armpit that was offside. His mm-hmm. feet were on line. He was running forward. When you run forward, you lean forward. Yeah, you know, it's like that's just. But in general, just you don't natural. you don't score with your armpit. No, exactly. Often. You know, it's, it's just a be running a, motion. Yeah. Isn't it? Hasn't the offside got to be from part of your body that is able to score? Yeah, but your armpit is allowed to score. Oh, true. Yeah, but you don't generally score with your armpit. No, you don't. So, the thing is, I think I think they'll look at it and say, okay, we'll put the lines up. And if you straight away you can't see the difference in the lines, instead of then moving it around and putting the lines up again and getting it fine, I think they'll put the lines up first time. And if they can't see a difference straight away, they'll go yeah. rule stands. Yeah. So I think that's what they should have done from the start. You'd, we're, we're trying to cut out the the Frank Lampard versus Germany um, over the line or not over the line thing. Yeah. If it's that blatant give it you know yeah, so yeah. that sort of thing Absolutely. and uh, and it's the same with VR you, you don't want somebody you know five feet in front of the other guy yeah you know and scoring and going oh no I thought he was onside so but anybody that's you know next to you you, you play on or you yeah, know good shout so yeah so keep, keep it going so Martin Odgaard scored for uh, Real Sociedad yeah, he scored the winner against. Well, no, he scored one of the goals against Madrid, didn't he? Last round, yeah. he scored against his parent club. Yeah, so he's doing all right. He? he is doing all right. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, since we're on football again, I uh, would just like interesting. Um, Frank Lampard, Chelsea, first signing of the summer. Yep, Zayac. So from, from Ajax. Ajax. Yeah, he was getting all these plaudits from everybody. I wonder if that will change in the press now. He was getting all these plaudits of he's picking all these English youngsters, and everyone's saying, "Well, it's because of the transfer ban." And now that transfer ban's been lifted, his first signing is not English. <laughs> so they are still in the market for, as is most of the top six, Jaden Sancho. But the question yeah. is, who's going to be Ooh, willing yeah. to pay Borussia Dortmund's 100-plus uh, million, million fee? And for his, the benefit of Jaden Sancho, what, does he want to go to a team not playing Champions League football? Yeah. So you know, because he wants to become so, a better uh, well, player. Well, I think does he? Yeah. So if he if he's not a Champions League, we might rule out United. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rule out United anyway. I, well, uh, any young talent, I would. I would. The um, big ones, aren't they? The ones that are going to sign him. Yeah. I, apparently. I, no. If for me, Man United have to sign um, people like Mesut Ozil. I'm not saying they should sign him, but I'm talking about an established star that can come into the club, be a big name, yeah. and turn the club around. Don't bring youngsters in that could end up getting lost and you know hinder their improvement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I fear for James that's gone there and now plays right wing for him um, because he's kind of like he started off great, but he's kind of forms dipped a bit, hasn't yeah, he? And, yeah. so, and you can't. He looks a little bit lost at times now, and I think there is too much pressure on some of these players to perform. 
there are not enough superstars at Man United to bring the youngsters through and improve them, you know, and say, don't worry about it, lads, I've got this. Yeah. You know, you just play your game. That's right. And, I, you know, Jaden Sancho might be thinking, so might be of the ilk that thinks, I'm big enough to turn this club around. I, I can do it, sort of thing. So Sancho, he won't go back to City, will he? I wouldn't have thought. No, no even though City are supposedly um, in for him. The biggest, I think, the two, the biggest interest is from United and Chelsea, isn't it? I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Liverpool have been linked. It's, it's, I'm not it's always been. It's always been with the English press, English clubs. Yeah. But now apparently Bayern Munich and Barcelona hmm. are yeah. interested. So because Bayern Munich want to team him up with Sane, don't so they? Why does he want to leave Dortmund? Uh, he's probably had three years, probably homesick, which well, would say, which would say Bayern, mean, Bayern Munich and uh, these clubs are in it, yes, in yeah. for him, yeah. whether he decides to yeah. choose to go there. The, um, he gets on very well with the, he's very friendly with the English players from Liverpool, okay. the Liverpool team, and he's very good mates with Bru- uh, Brian Brewster, uh, but... Uh, whether that that would be enough to bring him, United are the ones apparently. United see him as being their poster boy for the. For the United, United, you kind of think I'm straight in the team. I can play all the time. Hmm. With R- with Liverpool, is, it depends on whether Mane or Salah leaves. Yeah. Rumor is he's 19. United are willing to offer 200,000 a week, and make uh, on a five-year contract to make him their make him their. That's the, like that's really the thing. Man United, Man United have to break the bank wages-wise to entice people because they're no longer one of the top set or top four yeah. Yeah. clubs. Especially so if they miss out on top four. Yeah. So you kind of think. Whereas Chelsea, you know, play for Frank Lampard. You know, lots of other young English talent there. You know, Man City maybe go back because there's a couple of lads there that he knows. Obviously. Mm. You, you don't know. Uh, but, but I think it's more Pep doesn't want him than... Or well, City look foolish selling for 10 million getting back 110. Yeah. <laughs> I, and again, I don't think... It would be the first time I, I don't see that though, would it? I don't see no. that in Pep's Pep's no. attitude that, um, well, you turn me down, I'd, I'm not having your back. Yeah. yeah. You, you said no. Yeah. So, you know... So wh- where are they going to get the money from this old, uh, Manchester United? They're going to get Grealish, they're going to get Madison and they're going to get Jordan Sancho. Apparently it's going to be from, mostly from the sale of Pogba. This summer, well, they're, they're asking for 150 odd million, aren't they, for Pogba? Yeah, but most of that will go on. They can't afford those three players with what they sell from Pogba. No, but they they, they, they will house clean. They have to house clean. They have to get so yeah. Well, no, what, 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 what's even though Pogba's been nowhere near the club, there is still the rumours going around of unrest in the dressing room. So it's not just Paul Pogba that's doing this. No, there are no. other bad influences in that dressing room. So if they know who they are, they'll be gone. Hmm. I mean, to me, I'd, I'd get rid of Martial. This doesn't mean that I think he's one of the bad eggs. I just don't think he's consistent enough or good enough to play for Man United. Mm. Um, I was quite happy when he was linked with Arsenal. He went to Man United because yeah. I, I never saw him as a you know the top top class yeah. player. Yeah. And if you you got to think, is he good enough for Man United at the moment? Yes. Is he good enough to be winning the title? No. Yeah. Surely Man United. That's what the players they want to attract. Players that are good enough to win the title. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, Martial would be one of the players that goes. I think there's, there's you could pick three or four midfielders that you could quite easily get rid of. You know, so this is a couple of fullbacks probably they can get. Well, they've got rid of Ashley Young now, so hmm. I don't know. This I would imagine they could probably lose five and get to gain those three. But then if you sign Madison and Grealish, surely they're too similar. You play in two number tens. You'd have to revert to the Tottenham style. Where they've got Harry Kane up front and then Ericsson and Deli Alley, yeah. who are two number tens, but play off him. And who would be the one up front then? 
For Man United, uh, well, they'd have to buy a striker, wouldn't they? So where would that leave likes of Rashford? The, the, the trouble James? is, the trouble is, if you sign, if you sign Sancho, Grealish, and uh, Madison, you can't play a striker and then two number tens because where do you put Sancho inside? You so would I'd actually have to play with wingers. Ask one of those to play elsewhere, <laughs> or you'd play Grealish as the number ten, and you'd ask Madison to play. Unless alongside the defensive midfielder, unless they're seeing Sancho as a head man, a lead man. No, nah, he was not four. He's not. He's a forward, but not a striker, is he? Yeah, but he'd be, he's good in the front three, but I don't think he's good as I don't a, a, a single. I, don't, I I hate it when Man City play Raheem Sterling up front because I know you know he's a fairly decent finisher, but he doesn't make the same runs. He's he he's not the same player. He's he's no Aguero. Hmm. No. And um There's not many are, are they? But no. Yeah, well that they're gonna have to replace him at some point. It's all well and good they're talking about we've got to sort out this defence. But at some point they need to find another world class striker. Yeah, and if I was a United fan, that's where I'd be wanting United to spend their money at the moment. On a striker. On a decent back. So getting the okay. I mean Phil Jones saying that uh, he doesn't have apparently Phil Jones doesn't have much uh, belief in Solskjaer. Really? He, so. Well, he's not inside, so he's going to say that. So, but yeah. the interesting is, you know, they they no longer want Chris Smalling. However, uh, Roma have offered fifteen million, and Man United are saying no, we want seventeen. Surely, for two million, you decide, yeah, okay, let's get rid. <laughs> we need to get rid of these players. They're, yeah. you know, they're no good to us. You know, you have sometimes you got to bite the bullet. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I did see um, somebody mentioned about Cristiano Ronaldo this week as well. Right. Um, I can't remember who it was. Whether Elliot? it was, no, no, no. Whether it's buy him, <laughs> buy, buy him, with him or something, and say, oh, we wouldn't buy him because he's too old. All right. At the age of thirty-five. So has he now reached that pinnacle now, where it's kind of like after Juventus, that's it. You know, does he retire because he probably won't be able to go to another big club? Yeah. So, I know Barcelona signed uh, Luis Suarez this week. From extended contract. No. Barcelona apparently have signed Luis Suarez. Another Luis Suarez. Another Luis Suarez. <laughs> That's not going to be too confusing, is it? So, because Luis Suarez is injured, so they've yeah, signed Luis Suarez. I think he's looking to sign an extension on his contract as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but Barcelona are another team that, you know, a lot of these big clubs are in transition. Hmm. Hence why the Jaden Sancho is such a big property. So, there's been a few clubs linked with the Birmingham 16 year old. Yeah, Jude f- Bellingham. Isn't it? 50 million. I know. 35 plus add ons. Yeah. So and the, we're really talking, is. we're talking big clubs as well. Yeah, I know. We're in the top four clubs, so it's amazing, Incredible. isn't it? It was, a, yep. it was a, it was a little while ago. It was the uh, United West Ham game, apparently, where uh, Phil Jones was seen. Uh, yes, I remember saying, mouthing something to Ed, uh, Ed Woodward, getting sacked in the morning. That's right. Yeah, and uh, Ed Woodward told him, "Shut up." We're on camera. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I, I recall seeing uh, a game under Unai Emery where Mesut Ozil had been substituted and I think Arsenal scored and it went to Mesut Ozil and he just he was just sat there not bothered you know or anything um when uh Martinelli Martinez yeah, Martinelli, uh, Martinelli scored for Arsenal against Chelsea um Mesut Ozil was practically dancing in the streets <laughs> so uh, Amazing how a new manager changes things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and everybody loves you know each other again, and you know all their teammates. So, but yeah, it's just you got to get behind your team. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I mean, they're paid a fortune as well. 
So it's not like he's going to worry him for for 90 minutes. All right, you've got to work hard in training as well, I suppose. But, you know, as we were saying earlier, you know, don't con the fans. Get out there. No, and don't, don't. You've got, you got to give an effort. Mm-hmm. You've got to play. You've got to do something. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Even if you don't agree with the, with the manager's tactics, they're the manager's tactics. Mm-hmm. You have to follow them through. Yeah. So... Right? In your, in our line of work, if you went against what your manager was telling you, because you weren't bothered, you weren't interested in doing that, you'd get sacked. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, they can't get sacked because of the financial thing, but generally speaking, you know, do your job. It's what you get paid for. Yeah, I often wonder though about people in higher positions because uh, years and years ago, when I was a kid, there was a guy in uh, ICI who uh, apparently was brought in to make massive sales and improve the, the, the ICI product range and everything else and failed dramatically. So they sacked him and paid him £3.4 million for, for, for failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I was to fail, I wouldn't get three, uh, any, any payoff. It's just like, no. you're rubbish, go. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the world between sports and reality... Yeah. Reality is the right word. Yeah, yeah like a manager has a horrible run; he loses the dressing room, whatever. Yeah, whether it's a player's fault or not, you have to consider the fact that he's failed. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So he has to go, mm-hmm. and then the twenty million payoff. Don't sign. Don't you dare sign for anyone else for six months. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Pochettino can't have the job, Man United job, until <laughs> the summer. Well, Pochettino was seen at the Brentford Leeds game. He was sitting alongside a consultant that apparently has been. He's currently working for Man United. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, really? it's. I think it's a given that he's going to go. He'll yeah. be Man United. He'll, yeah, be, well, he'll be Man United. Back. It's going to be an interesting summer. It is yes, going to be an interesting summer. We've got Wolves Leicester tomorrow. Southampton Burnley on Saturday. Liverpool Norwich on Saturday. Uh, Aston Villa Tottenham and Arsenal Newcastle on Sunday. Um, Chelsea and Manchester United on the Monday. You have been listening to it. It could kick off. <laughs> PCR Sports, <laughs> it's in the name. So, uh, uh, if you get the name right, <laughs> look forward to listening to you all again next week. Take care now. Bye. Tune in to PCR Sports every Thursday at seven thirty PM on PCRExtra.co.uk.